going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. And we're going to talk some soccer. So let's do it. Hey, we just kicked off our first ever Instagram live video. So a bunch of you guys checked in for it. So thank you for those who did. Uh, We're going to try to remember to do that a little more often. But what we'll do is, especially before we record the podcast, we'll do it to let you know it's coming. And then we'll we'll get it up on iTunes and SoundCloud and the Google Play Store um, pretty quickly. So another thing we did, which we got lots of great feedback on, is you guys went to our Instagram account, which is at Let's Talk Soccer, and we asked for questions and comments, and we got a few really good ones here. So we're going to go ahead and make sure we cover those, and we'll give you guys a shout-out as well. But before we jump into all of that, let's talk about the games that have been played. So we're recording this on Sunday February 12th, 2017, and um, not all the matches are done yet, most of them, but not not all. So we will cover all of Friday or Saturday and Sunday's matches, um, and then, of course, we'll jump into Fantasy PL, which we know everyone loves. And if you love Fantasy Premier League, you've got to go to our account, Instagram, at Let's Talk Soccer, and you will find all kinds of cool stuff there. So you can definitely join the conversation. All right, let's jump back. To yesterday, Josh, <clears throat> and we're going to talk Arsenal and Hall. So Arsenal, I believe we're sitting in fourth. Yes, um, they're coming... the natural happening. <clears throat> That's right. They're apparently their favorite spot yes. um, against a Hall team that you know they can they can definitely inflict some damage. Yes, um, from time to time, <clears throat> but um, you know it was an interesting match. So uh, so of course everyone knows Arsenal won two nil. Um, Sanchez gets both goals. Controversial for one of them. The first one, absolutely. And that's where I was going with this is, um, you know, what... It was a deflection. I mean, he was in the front of the the goal mouth. Um, His first attempt deflects off the goalkeeper. And then um, he's got a hand in the air, completely unintentional, but still... um, Without a doubt, the ball deflects off his hand and off his hand only. Didn't touch any other body part, and um, and ball goes in. But it is ruled a goal. Yeah, there, <laughs> I don't think it personally is a goal because if it wasn't for his hand right there, it would the ball wouldn't have gone in. No, it wouldn't even have hit off his head because his hand was sort of uh, to the side of his head, so you couldn't even say that it would have ricocheted off his yeah. forehead or something. So I also agree that it should have been disallowed. Uh, we posted that on Instagram yesterday, and most of you guys agree with that as well. But Sanchez gets both goals, so the, the controversial one is in the 34th minute, and um, he gets a penalty uh, goal in extra time, uh, 90 plus three. So, um, but makes him the leading scorer, I believe. I think it's 17 goals this season so far. We have West Brom going to West Ham United, a two, two draw, Josh. So Nasser Chadley scores in the sixth minute. It was looking good until Sofian Faguli scores in the 63rd minute. Then Lanzini scores at the 86th minute. Who, of course, we were going to have on our fantasy team, and we chose Antonio instead. Always great for us. The story of our fantasy teams always uh, overthinking it instead of going with our gut. Yes. Um, And then last kick of the game, Gareth McCauley scores in the 94th minute. To save a point for West Brom. Sunderland, nil, Southampton, four. All Southampton in this match. Yes. So, um, 
Manolo Gabbiadini, their new signing, scores two goals in the 30th and the 45th minute. Then in the 88th minute, an own goal by Jason Denier. And then in the 92nd minute, and wraps up the game. Yeah, and you know, one of the questions that we got on Instagram when we uh, asked for questions and comments was related to Gabbiadini. Um, this comes from, looks like Christian93, so thank you um, for that question. It says, uh, should I pick up the new Italian Southampton striker? Um, I would say... Yes, yes, generally speaking. Of course, look at his next – I think they have next weekend off, so they're not back for two weeks um, with matches. But I would say, yes, he's in great form right now. Um, the team is reliant on him, so they'll they'll create more chances for him. So I would say he's not a bad, a bad bet. I wouldn't captain him right. necessarily, although this would have been a good weekend to do it. Um, but I say, sure, take a chance because I'm guessing um, – Ownership will be quite low. So if you're playing in a league and you're trying to distance yourself from other people, if ownership is low and this guy gets you some points, then that will help um, sort of you know uh, raise your level yes. in that league. So it's not a bad option. But thank you for the question. Next up, Stoke 1, Crystal Palace nil. So Joe Allen scores in the 67th minute, and that's pretty much the whole entire game. There you go. Um, speaking of the entire game, Middlesbrough nil, Everton nil. Literally the most boring game in history. There's nothing that happened. Although we had Seamus Coleman, which I'm sure a lot of folks did, and if you did, you got a clean sheet for him. So Good for us. Good for us. I know you'll be happy about this, Josh. Man U 2, Watford nil. Uh, domination, that's all I have to say. Um, we had... Like, 23 shots. Um, by we, I mean Manchester United. Uh, Mata and Martial score. Martial and Ebra get the assists. Pretty good. Pretty good game. Absolutely. Uh, we had, uh, this week for our fantasy team, we had Ebra as captain. So he gets an assist, which is good, but not great. We would have liked more from him for sure. Uh, match of the weekend, you could say Liverpool 2, Spurs nil. Uh, pretty interesting match. Um Mane scores both goals um, in the space of three minutes in the 16th and 18th minute. Yep. And a new meme will, I'll try and post up soon is Liverpool R1 Mane team. <laughs> ah, I like that. You've also made the analogy that they're sort of like Robin Hood. They steal from the rich and give to the poor, meaning that they perform quite well against good teams and do horribly against bad teams. That's very, that's very true. So sort of a charity case yes. in a way. Um, moving to Sunday's matches, today's matches. Burnley won, Chelsea won. Quite a surprise. Uh, Pedro has a lovely goal. Lovely goal. It's a, it was a lovely counterattack. <laughs> yep. And then pretty powerful finish. And then Robbie Brady also scores for Burnley. Also a beautiful strike. Yes, it was. Off and, a free kick. And that really wraps up the match. Yeah, beautiful strike. Both teams had their chances, but neither could really close. So Chelsea get a point, and they'll remain top of the table. And then the last match on Sunday, Swansea 2, Leicester City 0. Definitely a surprise. Alfie, Mawson, and Martin Olsen score the goals for Swansea, and they just they dominated. Leicester City are just um, anemic uh, with goal scoring right now. They, they can't – they are so weak um, in – Getting any goals, it's unbelievable. So yeah. this is this is definitely not the team 
of um, last season. And I know that there's been a lot of talk about um, their manager maybe being let go and the club is right now standing firmly behind him. But, um, but we'll see. I mean, this team is just not responding like the winners that they were last year. So we mentioned the table. We still have some matches yet to be played. Um, Most clubs have played their 25th match this weekend. So Josh, why don't we click quickly go through the table here as it stands right now. Okay. In first place is Chelsea with 60 points and second Spurs with 50 uh, they are lead by goal differential by two because Arsenal moves up to third with <clears> 50 <throat> points. Liverpool are in fourth with 49. Uh, moving down, but have a game in hand. Manchester City with 49. They and play can, on Monday? Yeah, they can move all the way up to second, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Manchester United in sixth with 48. So, and speaking of both of the, the Manchester clubs, um, they play each other in a couple weeks. Yes, that's going to be... Great match. I'm yep. super excited for that. 7th, Everton. 8th, West Brom. 9th, Stoke. 10th, West Ham. 11th, Southampton. Uh, 12th, Burnley. 13th, Watford. 14th, Bournemouth. 15th, Swansea. So they're moving up. Yep. 16th, Middlesbrough. 17th, Leicester City. Wow, they moved to one spot outside. They're literally the last club outside of the relegation zone now in 17th place. Terrible. Um, 18th, Hull. 19th, Crystal Palace. And in 20th place, Sunderland. Amazing. Um, we were talking that N'Golo Conte could be maybe the first player to ever win back-to-back uh, Premier League titles with two different clubs. Yes. Um, I don't know. We'll have to research this, but I would have to guess that Leicester City could be the first club in history to win the league and then be relegated the next yes. season. I don't know that for true, but um, there can't be many if there's any of them. But we will definitely um, let everyone know. So normally at this time, we would go into upcoming fixtures and make predictions, but we've got a bit of a break um, due to FA Cup action next week. So we'll go ahead and hit that stuff on on the next week's podcast, which will be reporting live from a tournament that Josh is playing in. So his team is going to go and win this thing. Yes. But let's talk. We haven't talked about this in a long time. Champions League soccer. It's it's so weird not having this for, like, it feels months. Um, but it's nice to see... We're in the round of 16. Yeah, round 16 back with the supposed best teams, best 16 teams in Europe. So yeah. let's get into it. Yeah, and we start on Tuesday with two matches. First up, Benfica Dortmund. Uh, my money's on Dortmund. Yeah. Probably 3-1. Yeah, Aubameyang's a beast. Yes. Um, also on Tuesday, PSG Barcelona. Um, this could get ugly. Yeah, I honestly think Barca will win like 4-1. Yeah, PSG um, without Ibra. Are just, nothing. Yeah, I mean Cavani and Di Maria are pretty much the only goal scorers for them. So I think Barcelona are going to have their way yes. with PSG. On Wednesday, the 15th, we've got also two matches. Bayern-Arsenal? Um, I think Bayern will win 2-0. Arsenal always seem to lose to Bayern, so that's okay. my that's my. Pick. All right, Real Madrid Napoli. Uh, I think Napoli will get killed. Yes. I think it'll be three 0 Especially playing in the Bernabeu. Yes. Uh, moving to um, a week from Tuesday, so the twenty first, we've got Leverkusen and Atleti. Uh, hmm. This could be an interesting match. I think it'll be one one. Okay. Um, and on that same day, Man City and Monaco. I think Man City. Will 
Yeah. League uh, leading Monaco, by the way. Yes, and they've scored the most goals out of any club in Europe's top five leagues. Just wow. a fact off my top of my head. Um, I think City will win 2-1. I don't think it'll be comfortable. Okay. And then that following day on Wednesday, the 22nd, Porto and Juve. I think Juve will win 3-1. And Sevilla and Leicester City. I don't see how Leicester City survived this. Yeah, I most boring match of the, in my opinion at least. And I think Sevilla will win 2-0. Excellent. All right, guys, we're going to shift gears a little bit and get into Fantasy Premier League. And before we get into our normal flow, we want to go ahead and go through all the awesome questions and comments that you guys gave us um, prior to um, this podcast that we asked for. (laughs) So um, the first one is from Jason... B. Honick, I think is what it is. I think B is his middle initial. Jason B. Honick, he asks, can you make the podcast available on Stitcher? Uh, I think we can. I don't know why not. It's already on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes, and it's in Google Play. So if none of those work for you, uh, we can absolutely look yes. at making it available on Stitcher. Yeah, and if we if we do that, you better listen to it. That's right. You download it and tell your friends about it. you yes. got to subscribe, Jason, because yes. now we know how to reach you. <laughs> um Here's one from Defifa God. On a scale of one to ten, what is your favorite color of the alphabet? I would say it is spaghetti. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to kill this name. Uh, Brage Solheim. My apologies for not pronouncing it right. Love your page, man. I'm from Norway, by the way. Fantastic. We wrote back to you. Thanks, man. That is awesome to hear. Um, we love having people from all over the world. It's it's a very cool thing. So yes. um, thank you for that. Thank you. Um, BH4VN35H oh says cover double game weeks and playing wild cards. Okay. So <clears throat> double game weeks, that's basically when when you choose your team, they will be it's so it's like they play on Saturday mm-hmm. and then they play on like Monday or Tuesday. Right. Yeah. And those points will go into one week. Yes. And you basically just have to strategize whether we, you have to look at not just the game they're about to play, but the game after that. Absolutely. So it's good to know when each match is. So if it is a double game week, you are aware. And in a way, you really need to think a bit like a manager. So, for yes. instance, um, say you take Man City. They have a yes. game on Saturday. Um, and Jesus is going to start. Yes. And then maybe on Monday, they play a bit of a weaker team or City can't really change their position in the table um, based on a win or a loss. They're just kind of stuck where they are or something. Maybe Aguero plays yes. at that point. So you just need to be careful with your choices a little bit and actually think a bit like a manager and then, of course, think who's going to get me the most points. Yes. You know, how do they perform against the teams that they're playing? How do the teams, if I'm choosing attackers, um, the teams that they're playing, what do their their defenses look like? Are they allowing goals? Are they not allowing goals? So you just need to sort of go through – and assess that it can those double game weeks can either be phenomenal or terrible or quite painful um so and then uh playing wild cards you know you get deducted points for each um transfer that you make so i personally don't like that no i hate it um kind of takes the fun out of it a little bit uh but it just means if um you know you get a free free transfer yeah basically it's nice it's just a bit of a Helpful thing. Yeah, so if you're looking to, to switch a player or two, that wild card can definitely come in handy. We already covered uh, picking up Gabbiadini. Um, a couple more here. Um, from Cian 
That's C-I-A-N dot H-14. Players that will stay in the form that they are in. Um, You know, kind of hard to say because form changes all the time. But I will say this. If you go to – and we post these as well of players that are in current form. So we did this by position I think a little earlier in the week. So it was goalkeepers, defenders, uh, forwards, and midfielders, separate memes that showed – um, the top form, I think it was the top eight, um, players in each sort of area of the pitch. Um, so that's a good way. We will definitely keep posting those things. You can always go, if you have the fantasy or the premier league app, go to the fantasy section and you can sort by form. You can do the same thing on the fantasy.premierleague.com website and sort by form there yes. too. Um, but you know, there are certain players whose form, won't change a whole lot, either for the better or for the worse. You know, Mm -hmm. you look at very solid defenders, normally their form is going to stay solid. Um, Problem with defenders is even if they're playing a great game, if one of their other mates um, on that line gives up a goal, then you lose those, um, those clean sheet points. Yeah. So just be careful with things like that. You know, midfielders and forwards, a little bit easier. You don't have to rely so much on other players. And then the last one we get from the Alex and her, or it's actually the Alex underscore and underscore her. Why did Antonio, Sigurdsson, Kane, Urente, and now Sanchez all score braces the week after I sell them because they been blanking? And I hear you, man. Um, doesn't that always seem to be the case? Just when you trade someone or debating to take them and decide against it, then they perform quite well. So that happens to us. Our whole fantasy team pretty much this week was that case where we went, we started with one team and ended up with almost an entirely different squad. And had we gone with the team that we were planning to have, um, it would have been fantastic. So that is just, uh, sort of the name of the game with this. So like Josh was saying earlier, go with your gut, man. If you feel it, um, just stick with it. Yeah. So, yeah, you agree? Yeah. It's just, it's so frustrating when you, like, you're like, man, should I go with him or should I go with him? And then you go with the other person. It seems like every time yeah. they just... It's a killer. Yeah, every time. So thank you guys for your questions and comments. Um, keep them coming. And yeah, we'll keep definitely. answering. We will definitely give you guys shout-outs on this podcast, so... Um, but that part of the deal that Josh said too, is you got to subscribe, you got to listen, you got to tell your friends. So yes, I think we can all agree to that. Definitely. All right, guys. So speaking of fantasy, let's go through our team quickly. Not the best performance. Um, we got a total of 39 points. All of our players have played, um, sadly 39 points, average 34 as of right now. And the highest is 117. In goal with one point, Manone. Back on defense. Defense didn't do horribly. Valencia, five points. Coleman, seven points. Marcus Alonso, two points. Could have done better there. In midfield, Hazard, two. Was expecting more from him today. Iwobi with three. Antonio with two. Definitely expecting more from him. And Mkhitaryan, who's been in great form. So to that that fan's uh, question earlier in frustration, yeah, Mkhitaryan's been in great form. And now... um, he is not. Yes. So he gets three points for us. Ibra, who was our captain 
gives us 10 points, 5 if you didn't captain him. Lukaku, after coming off a hot week, um, gets 2 measly points. And then Defoe, who's also been hot lately, gets us 2 points. So Great, guys. Not you guys did phenomenal. favorite. Let's look at, we mentioned that the high score of the week so far, or the weekend so far, is 117. Here's what that team looks like. <laughs> You want to do this one, Josh? Yeah, of course. All right. Okay, so in net, he has Petrcheck. He got seven points. Coleman, Williams, and Koscielny in the back. They got seven, six, and eight. In that order. That's what we dream of every yes. single time. Yep. But we never seem to get it. Nope. Um, Allen, he has. He got nine. Erickson is his joint lowest score. He got two. Yeah. Sanchez, as captain, got 45. I, I think he triple captain. He did triple captain him. So that's insane. Good for you. Um, Mane got 16. That's really good. Yep. Gabbiadini got 13. And then he also picked Defoe and Lukaku, yep. which they got four, uh, yep. four combined as well. So. so 117 for that lad. Not too bad. Let's look at uh, Game Week 25, the dream team for the week. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you take it. So in net, Mignolet with eight. Um, the best defender. Bertrand with 14. Yep. And then you get three Swansea defenders. Amazing. You have Olsen, Mawson, and Fernandez, who got 12, 12, and 9. Yep. Uh, the midfield, Mane with 16. Sanchez with 15. Lanzini with 13. We, we were going to take him? Yep. Should have. Yep. Faguli got 12. Martial got 12 as well. Yep. And then up top is... Gabbiadini, who got 13. So, kind of interesting how he only played one striker. He played a 4-5-1. Yes. Or no, it wasn't he. It this was been. This was the dream team. If someone <clears throat> did play that. Right. The dream team for the entire season so far looks like this. Uh, top player with 183 points is Sanchez. Heaton in goal with 106. Cahill, 123. Alonzo, 122. Walker, 118. In midfield, Sanchez with the aforementioned 183, Hazard with 147, Dali Alley with 135, and Mane with 132. He's having quite a season. Yes. Ibra, 145 up top, along with Lukaku at 142, and Diego Costa at 139. So Alexis Sanchez is... By far the best. Almost by 40 points um, near his closest um, fellow. So let's go ahead then and take a look at the Let's Talk Soccer League for Fantasy PL. Um, Once again, in first place, our newfound friend, Tidy Darts. So, Newtster, way to go, my friend. Yeah. Uh, 46 points so far this week, and I think we're going to go over his team in a moment. But he is at 545 total points, which is 37 points ahead of second place Cayute Kid. Favorite name. We got Suka Rock City in third place. WCW in fourth. Rob Rahimovic <laughs> uh, in fifth place, who moves up a spot. Van Pascal United in sixth. Jakarta Mistake number 53. I like that one. Um, in seventh, Teen Chubnowski in eighth. And KTBFFHFC. That's a lot of letters um, in ninth place. And then lastly is Gattuso. In 10th place, actually tied with um, Outstanding FC Yes, in 10th place as well. All right, let's take a look at um, the Newtsters, a tidy darts team here. 
We we need to take advice from him. Yeah. So, um, and he's pretty active on our um, Instagram account. So we like that. We like having a friend um, over in, I believe it's Wales. Yes. Um, He had De Gea in goal with seven points. Alonzo on defense with two alongside Brunt with zero <laughs> Walker with one and Chambers with seven. So Chambers sort of saves the defense back there. He had Alexis Sanchez as his vice captain with 15 points, Deli Alley with two and Phil and Phillips with two. And then up top, Ibrahimovic was his captain. He got 10, um, Defoe with two points. And then he has Jesus left to play tomorrow. Yes, um, and I want to quickly say something. Mm. I'm just looking at global, globally in all of his leagues where he's placed. Okay. So he's a West Brom fan, mm-hmm. and he's 42nd in the world for West Brom fans. Pretty yep. amazing there. In England, he's 4,522nd, which yep. for where most people play this, this um, game. And that's, yeah, that's, I'm sure that's it's crazy. pretty popular there. Yep. Um, and then overall, he's 11,478th. Nice. And is in four leagues that are like... And he's number one in all of them. Yes. Way so, to go, man. He's he's great. We might have yeah. to have him on the podcast sometime. Yes, we do. We might be coming to you. We may have you do a call-in or something. This would yes. be kind of cool. All right. Let's... Uh, what we're going to do is each week we're going to take a look at some different factors that can help you um, decide on making smart choices. Now... We don't have games for a couple weeks, so what we're going to do is sort of look historically and just look at a couple different areas just to give you a bit of a taste of what this will look like. Up, we're going to look at influence, so something that you can definitely gain points from, um, your influence on the game itself, the outcome, whether it's you know getting points in a variety of different ways depending on your position. Um, we'll go through sort of the top... 10 or so players in these areas. Um, Sanchez in first. Lukaku is in second. Cook, a defender, yes. in third. Diego Costa is fourth. Ibrahimovic, fifth. A goalkeeper, Heaton, yes. in sixth. McCauley, another defender, in seventh. As is Reed in eighth. James Milner in ninth. And then Keane. So a lot of defenders having a lot of influence here. So don't think that it all has to be attacking players. It's probably primarily, uh, probably split evenly between forwards and defenders. And we've got a goalkeeper thrown in there as well. We can almost just build our team off influence. Yeah, absolutely. Um, In terms of threat, which is another area. And as you would imagine, this is mostly off of attacking players, whether midfield or forwards. You've got Ibrahimovic, followed by Sanchez, Firmino, Costa, Aguero, Benteke. Aguero's still hanging yeah, in there, I'm man. surprised. Benteke, Lukaku, Rondon, Antonio, and Defoe. We've also got Mane in there as well. I'm surprised so, he's not higher. Yeah. So look at threat when you're deciding on attacking players. Look at threat. That is the, yes. the promise of um, maybe some points to come off of goals. Form. So we talked about form a little earlier. Um, you know, form is a bit trendy and spotty, so form can come and go. So just just know that, that it's not a guarantee of future performance. Um, but if you get them while they're hot, then you will definitely get some points from these guys. So Gabby Adini, who we've talked about quite a bit, is in first. Uh, Seamus Coleman, who's been playing <laughs> lights out lately, is in second. Alexis Sanchez in third. Marcus Alonso fourth. Gilfie Sigurdsson in fifth. Lanzini sixth. Lukaku seventh. Kyle Walker eighth. 
Harry Kane in ninth, which is a bit surprising to me that he's still in there. And NDA in 10th. So just be careful with, with form. Uh, but it is definitely something to take a look at. And so that's it. We're not going to go through too many categories there right now, but we will definitely um, start to cover those a little more in depth in our future podcast. And as we always do, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up with the FUT team of the week. So Josh is going to go ahead and take this one. So this is from last weekend's performances. Yeah, definitely keep that in mind. Okay. So the two strikers are Mertens and Lukaku. Uh, Lukaku's in there because he scored four goals, not because anything he did this week. Let's nope. just say that. Yeah. Uh, the five in midfield, Hazard with a lovely goal yeah. against Arsenal. Yeah. Hamsik got, I think, a goal and like three assists. Yeah. Quadrado of Juventus. He's on loan from Chelsea, so future yeah. future player. Yeah. Mkhitaryan uh, is, was in good form at least. Last weekend for sure. Um, this guy named Parola, he plays for Lazio. Uh, my favorite name of the entire team, Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. He is plays for Hamburger. It is Hamburger. It is. Uh, he makes it in there. Socrates of Dortmund makes it in. And Willems of PSV makes it in there. Um, and in between the sticks is Summer. And there's some people on the bench that I kind of want to talk about. So we have uh, Musa Dembele. He scored two hat-tricks. In his last two two matches. Yeah, he had one this weekend for Celtic as well. Um, Falcao, kind wow. of interesting there. Gabriel Jesus, and his celebration, he does a little like telephone thing. Uh-huh. The reason that is because his ex-girlfriend used to used to not respond to him when he was at Palmeiras. Uh-huh. But now she does when he uh, transferred to Man City. Look at that. So I like it. <laughs> it's kind of interesting there. And then Torres. Fernando Torres. <laughs> And he had a good season last season for um, Atletico. So, yeah, he was quite good. Um, I think the biggest surprise to me is Falcao. Falcao, yes. Falcao. He kind of snuck out of there. Yes. So that's going to do it for the podcast this week, guys. Right again, right at about uh, 30 minutes or so. So I think that's a good time. We've been getting a lot of downloads and plays and stuff. So we'll keep it about there as best we can each week. Um but, you know, keep it coming, man. We we love all the comments. Please visit us um, on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. And, again, we will look into getting this up on Stitcher. But at least for now, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and in the Google Play Store. Listen, subscribe, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Fantastic. Guys, we hope you have a great week. Enjoy all of the football coming up. And be safe. See you later. Peace. Peace.